got to stand up strong. Take the truth about themselves to understand what went wrong. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. How y'all? It's amazing. It really is amazing. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-888-77 Jesse. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse. My biblical question for this week. The biblical question. What is hell? What is hell? Isn't that an amazing question? Yes, Jesse, that is an amazing question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And if you are out and about and you're busy doing whatever it is you're doing, carjacking, smashing and grabbing, using your automobile to break into a business so a bunch of people can run and steal from it, killing one another, gang members or whatever, or just working out, or just laying up at a beach. Whatever you're doing, and you can't watch the show live, you can be listening no matter where you are and what you're doing. You could be listening on the uh, listen line at TalkStream Live by calling 641-793-1500. 641-793-1500. Amazing, huh? And also, follow us on social media. Like, ring the bell. Subscribe and all those good things. JLP Talk on X and Rumble.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. And to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buy me a coffee. Buy me a coffee.com slash JLP Talk. Buy me a coffee.com slash JLP Talk. A bond JLP on Cash App. Bond. JLP on Cash App. It is Friday again. Friday. And believe it or not, it is not raining right now in L.A. I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow, according to the weather report. 
Saturday it's going to rain, they say, or maybe Sunday or something soon. But it is California weather without the California look because the California look is gone. It's Friday again. And every Friday here at the JLP Talks show here, it is get it off your chest Friday, right? It is whatever is on your mind. Express yourself Friday. You Tom like a mug. You need to go to go to go to go and get yourself bleached. Because everything you say about black people and you're sitting up there looking like a tar baby. Uh, it might sound like a semantics argument, but he's a great alien. I wonder if he's been smoking pot. One thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. That's right. What the? And I really believe it's the biggest thing missing from this country. For 14 days, the Satanic Temple has erected a display. We have to bring back our religion. We have to bring back Christianity in this country. Right. Former President Trump defeating Nikki Haley in the Michigan primary yesterday. I am the chosen one. <laughs> That's right. If you love only the people who love you, why should you receive a blessing? That's right. Even sinners love those who love them. Deep. That's amazing. That's my first time seeing that as well. The American Anchor Baby put that together. It is amazing. Once you really, and I'm telling you this as a witness, not just because someone said it. Once you really, really, really pay attention to you, really just watch what's going on inside of you and start, I don't care care how long it takes, how painful it gets, how narrow the road is. If you stay with it, if you endure to the end, it's going to be amazing for you. It's going to be amazing the number of illusionary walls that will be torn down inside of you. It's going to be layers and layers of, of false self. This whole nature is a false self. It's crazy how it's so crazy how it is that I can I can't even explain it. You have to see it for yourself. And so that's why I'm pointing you to the right way to find it. And it is inside of you. It really, really is. And don't be in a rush. The battle is truly, truly. Truly, 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 truly a spiritual battle. It really, really is, folks. And I understand most people don't want to hear that. You don't want to know that. You you get mad if you hear it. And you want to attack the person that tells you that. You want to attack the person for saying that it's spiritual and not physical. You want to attack 
the person that say, if you don't love all, you love none. As they said in that clip the uh, anchor baby made, even the sinners love one another. It's fate love, but at least they love one another. It's hate love, but still they love one another. If you don't love all, you love none. If you don't love your enemy, you love no one. You're lying. You can't love this one and hate that one. Love this one and hate that one. You have to love all or none. It's just the way it is. And people who blame others for their issues as adults love no one. That's why they're blaming. They have no love. They can't see. They think they can see, but they can't. Because they did, they would know it's spiritual and never blame another person. Amazing, huh? And the one thing I've noticed in my own country and, and in a country that was founded by the people who made it possible, they are under attack like I've never seen before. And it's like an open attack. They're not trying to hide it. You know it's spiritual and you know it's evil. Because they openly attacking this one group of people. And though they hate all the other groups, they're saying nothing about them. They pretend that they see those groups as victims. Because they need those groups to agree with their evil. It allows them to attack this one group. It's mind-blowing. I understand it. You know what I say? It's mind-blowing to see it. It's mind-blowing to see it. <laughs> it's just crazy. And yet, most people don't see it. They think it's real. The most hated group, this one group, where if you, let me just reverse that minute. They hate this one group, but the reality, they hate all groups. They hate all. They don't love the, the black or the Chinese or the Asian or the Mexicans. They're just using the Mexicans to attack this one group. The most hated group on this side of heaven, outwardly hated, though they hate all groups. If you don't love one, you love none. But white people are the most hated, outwardly hated. They say it out loud. Because they're afraid to say it about the other groups. If they were not afraid to say it about the other group, they would, um, they would, uh, they'll be saying it about the other groups too. They're just afraid that the, the whole other group would jump on them and take their stuff or take something or whatever, right? But white people are the most hated people. And it's, it's so interesting in that the whites have nothing to do with the issues of the other people, period, zero. And yet they are being blamed for everything in their own country. They found it, discovered, created the greatest country on this side of heaven. And they are being blamed. And all these people come to their country, and not just America, but other European countries, I mean, uh, white countries as well. 
And it's interesting to see that. I want you to, you know, you've heard me to say that there is no such thing as isms. No such thing as racism, sexism, homophobism, Islamophobism, anti-Semitism, white supremacism, Debbie Dadism, Debbie Dadism, no isms. You heard me say that, right? And that is the truth, so help me. But when it comes to attacking white people, they use isms. And they outwardly do it. It's crazy. It's like, and then white people are so quiet about it. I know inwardly they're thinking, uh uh-uh, this is not true. They might be angry about it, but they won't say anything. Watch this from MSNBC. MSNBC's Morning Joe featured an author duo who uh, railed against white rural Americans as a threat to democracy. Watch this from MSNBC. Joining us now, professor of political science at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, Tom Schaller, and journalist and opinion writer Paul Waldman. Their new book, Out Tomorrow, is entitled White Rural Rage, The Threat to American Democracy. They're the most racist, xenophobic, anti-immigrant, anti-gay geodemographic group in the country. Second, they're the most conspiracist group. QAnon support and subscribers, election denialism, COVID denialism and scientific skepticism, Obama birtherism. They're also the most strongly white nationalist and white Christian nationalist. And fourth, they are most likely to excuse or justify violence as an acceptable alternative to peaceful public discourse. So you mentioned a lot of negative factors yeah. about, about this, this demographic. Um... Isn't that amazing? What other group can you sit and attack like that? And quote unquote, get away with it. What other group other than white? And so I'm looking at these guys uh, yesterday, and they were saying that. I'm like, are they white? I, I couldn't tell if they were white or not. I thought maybe they were Allahu uh, Abba people. And then I got here and I asked, were those guys white? And I was told that they were Jewish. And I wonder when did the Jews outwardly start to attack white people? I thought they were friends with the whites. But I don't know if these guys are Jewish or not. It may not be. It looked like Allah, about people, Palestinians. But now Jews come in all colors, so I don't know anymore. But it doesn't matter, it's still evil. It doesn't matter the race. It's evil. But I used to think that the Jews and the whites were friend, friends because Christianity and Judaism are like two peas in a pot. So I thought that they were friends. But I guess that's changing, too, if those guys are Jews. It's a spiritual battle, and you're not going to— know it for sure, not just because I said it. You're not going to know it for sure until you see it within yourself. 
because what's happening on the outside of you inside is is what's happening on the inside of you is happening on the outside of you inside of others. And what I've noticed because of that, once you hear a lie, it's hard. No human being can cause you to see the truth once you believe a lie. Because once you hook on to that lie, you believe it, it become a part of you. And that's why it's, I want you to remember this. It's always best never, ever try to prove a lie to anyone. Let them believe a lie. You can't prove it. Either they want to see for themselves or they don't. Never argue with the devil inside of you or outside of you, inside of others. Because they'll hold on to it no matter what and act on it. Even if it had nothing to do with them, they'll still act on it. Because Satan is their father, they don't know it. Foster reported, a Harvard professor said that all hell broke loose. Speaking of holding on to the lie, all hell broke loose. And he was forced to go out in public with armed security after he published a study that officers were 23.8% less likely to shoot a black. Isn't that something? This Harbor professor proved that officers were 23.8% less likely to shoot at a black at blacks and 8.5% less likely to shoot at a Hispanics. At, let's see here, 8.5% less likely to shoot at Hispanics than they were to shoot at whites. And because he said that, he got threats. Because the people prefer to believe a lie. The truth is not going to get their money, they think. Watch this from Free, free Press. I collected a lot of data. We collected millions of observations on uh, everyday use of force that wasn't lethal. We collected thousands of observations on lethal force. And, and it, it was in this moment in 2016 that I realized people lose their minds when they don't like the result. But we didn't find any um, racial bias in police shootings. Now, that was really surprising to me because I expected to see it. And then I went to go give it, and my God, all hell broke loose. It was a 104-page, dense, academic, economics paper. It was posted for four minutes when I got my first email. This is full of Doesn't make any sense. And I wrote back, how'd you read it that fast? <laughs> and I had colleagues take me into to the side and say, don't publish this. You'll ruin your career. Isn't that amazing? And he black. Once you believe the lie, you don't want to hear the truth. The lie feels better to you. It's more of a thrill than it is the truth. So you think. Isn't that amazing? They got mad. They rather hear that police are shooting at more blacks than they are whites. Even the FBI will lie to you. I want you to see this post from the FBI Twitter page. Watch this. 
higher prices, dangerous products, and closing businesses. These are just some of the impacts organized retail theft has on everyday Americans. Learn what the FBI does to combat these crimes on the federal level to protect shoppers across the country. Amazing. FBI.gov slash investigator. And who look at the picture? Two little cute white girls on there. And they're the last one that's doing this. Smashing and grabbing and breaking in and all that. But they got two little white girls pretending that they are the problems. From the FBI. From the FBI. Isn't that amazing? They're saying that white people are the problem. That's why things are so bad. In the white people country. And the white say, okay. Amazing. And this stuff is all about money. If you if you follow the money trail trail or uh, trail, you will see it's all about money. Everything is about money and perceived power. It's never about helping. It's about money. The government is all about money. Wars are all about money. Diverse DNI is all about money. This lie about police. Brutality on blacks is all about money. Racism, all about money. Blaming the whites, all about money. And perceived power. It's, it's never about anyone else. It's all about money. Everything is about money. There's no love. We don't have love in our country today. No one is ever thinking of the other person. Speaking of the D and I thing, this is from YahooFinance.com. The global market for diversity and inclusion, better known as DNI, is estimated at $9.4 billion in the year 2022 and is projected to reach $24.3 billion by twenty. 30. It's about the money. They're hiring these people, these companies, hiring these people to go into their businesses, their schools and everywhere and talk about diversity and inclusion. It's all about money. They're lying to the people. These companies are paying around the world, paying out buku money to liars to lie to the people. And they get paid buku money. What a mess, huh? And they want to erase Christianity. Christianity is the best religion on this side of heaven for two reasons. It's about knowing thyself, overcoming evil, and loving what's right. Love what's right. Admit you're wrong to yourself. You ain't got to tell the world if you don't want to. 
Then you say to anyone else, admit to yourself you have hatred in your heart. You're angry. And when you can see that in you and admit it to yourself and go and forgive, the rest start to happen. You become free. 888-7753-773. Is it Saul? Saul is a first-time call out of Illinois. Saul, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Yes, hello, sir. How you doing, Saul? All right, how are you? All is well. That's good, that's good. So I'm I'm calling because uh, I have a, a few questions, like uh, how how can you go about forgiving your parents? I'm 22, I'm from uh, from Chicago, from the like, uh, south side, you know? Oh, Okay. The way once you see that you're angry at your mother and your father or yeah. just your mother or whatever, you go to her and say, Mama or Mother or Mama Mama Mia, I have been yeah. I have been resenting you all my life. If you see why because you turned me away from my father or you were impatient or you imposed your will and I became like you, I realized you can't help yourself. I'm sorry for resenting you. I'm sorry for being angry at you. And when you do that, God will forgive you. Don't ask her to forgive you. God will forgive you when you admit that you have the anger toward them. And you're going to be afraid. You're going to shake in your boots. But shaking and trembling in fear, you do it anyway, and you will overcome the fear. Okay. Uh, I had another question because... uh so I, I grew up like kind of ill as a kid, you know, like very sick, and I'm, I'm barely uh, getting better and stuff. So I don't have a lot of money. You so say like, you grew up? Yet. You grew up what now? Like ill. Like, oh, okay. Sick. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so as a as a teen, like I was working two jobs, and like, but uh, I used to get like kept on getting sick, so I couldn't save up to move out. Right. So. Is it okay, like, if I still live with them and forgive them? Because my plan was to, like, forgive them and then move out. Like, but I don't have much money right now, so. But I want to forgive them already. That's the thing. Like, yeah, like that's absolutely. You can, st- if you need to stay there for now, absolutely. You still forgive, and then you stay there until you're able to move. Don't just jump up and move because you do it before time, and that won't work out. But absolutely, you can forgive them. And if they start acting out, the mother starts saying, you blaming me. And if she starts being nasty to you, just don't react to her. Let her be nasty. That's on her. You still forgive. And a way will be made for you to move out and have a life. Okay, Jesse. And uh, so how about your dad? Uh, because my dad, like, I didn't really speak to him growing up. Like, we were, we were not close. Because he was in the military, he was like a very tough guy, you know. Right. And so I don't like we barely speak about anything these days. Like I still, I feel like I already forgave them in my heart, but I want to like personally tell them to their face. Like, right. Do I do I tell them like one by one or like try to get them together? What, what, whenever opportunity comes, if the opportunity oh. comes where they both happen to be together, you can tell them then. If not, you can tell them separate. Just take advantage of the first opportunity, right? And so with your father, you can, you can if you catch him alone or with your mother, just say, um, tell him that, you know, you didn't grow up close to him. You wanted to. 
and why did he make that happen? Why did he protect you from your mother? And you'll understand that he's afraid of your mother. He loved you. It's just that he didn't know how to deal with your mother. He may have gone to war and fought against uh, Bin Laden. But when he got yeah. home, he was afraid of your mother. And so yeah, you he could, was fighting. He was fighting the Mexican cartel. He was in, <laughs> he was in Mexico. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah you definitely forgive him as well. Let him know I've always needed you. I wanted you there for me. Why were you not there for me? The words will come. But yes, forgive. So I ask him that question. Yeah. Like why were why were you not there? Yeah. Okay. Just say I. I feel like that's gonna put him on the spot. Like that's gonna. It's gonna make him feel like a little un uncomfortable. And why do you think that? Because I, I don't know. Like I have no idea what he's going to answer to that. I, I don't know. Right. So you don't know what's going to happen. Don't assume that he might feel any kind of way. Have a way to see. And whatever he feels is on him. It has nothing to do with you. Okay, Jesse. Well, that, that's all, Jesse. Thank you very much, okay? I'll oh. call you back when I, when I do it. Okay, do the silent prayer, all right? Okay, I'll do it. All right, buddy. Thank you. Okay. 888-7753-7738-7777 Jesse. Quick break. Back in a moment. You can't run from evil within yourself or outside of self. You gotta deal with it. And you need good in order to deal with evil. And God is good. You need to return to the Father. And you'll see within you, he will fight the battle for you. And he will fight it without. Because he will show you how to deal with it. And you will have no fear. Love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, along with nothing else. Nothing else means yourself, your children, your wife, your things, your ego, your reputation, and all that. You can't care about any of that. The children of anger will use it to control you. But if you love God, he will renew your mind, and none of those things will be before him. And so when they go after you, oh, well, you may take my body, you may take my things, but you're not going to take my soul. And that's a true reality. announcement is Friday, so it's a busy day again. Number one, the Hake Report, H-A-K-E Report is coming up. The HakeReport.com is coming up at 9 a.m. right after my show. 9 a.m. Pacific time from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And then at 12 noon, no Joel Friday on, on Fridays. Joel is Monday through Thursdays at 11 a.m. You can podcast her. And at 12 noon, a brand new episode of the TheFallenState.tv. Very interesting discussion with Janelle 
Mendez Vieira. <laughs> she is a Marine Corps veteran, feminist, and human rights activist. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. I am literally one of the highest ranking inventors in the United States history. Amazing. According to your bio, you started an OnlyFans account where you post naked pictures of yourself. That's how I paid for my invention. So, so it is empowering. To think of yourself as a powerful woman is an illusion. I could care less what you think of me. If you have a lot of internalized misogyny and a lack of education, I'm extremely happy. I know for a fact, inwardly, you're miserable. It was so interesting. Really, really was. Uh, the At 12 noon today. Amazing, huh? TheFallerState.tv. And you can support the Faller State right there by going to TheFallerState.tv and uh, slash donate. TheFallerState.tv slash donate or locals.com. And then at 4 p.m. Pacific time. The American anchor baby flying high. Not off pot, not off fentanyl, not off cocaine, not off alcohol, but natural energy. Natural energy given to him by God. The American anchor baby. The American Anchor Baby at 4 p.m. on Fridays, Pacific Time. Get ready for a smooth sailing today. All right, and then Sunday morning, Fellowship for All. At 11 a.m., doors open at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. All right, amazing stuff. 888-775-3773. It's Open Line Friday. Let me go to Pete out of Alaska. Pete, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, JP. Uh, uh, hey, I was wondering Pete. if I could uh, share a quick little story with you. Okay. Uh, so that opening monologue with Trump talking about uh, bringing Christianity back uh, triggered a little memory. Uh I guess it was uh, 2009, maybe 2010. Uh, I'm four or five years into raising kiddos, and I'm watching the world around just, uh, you know, tearing down God and then making a mockery of Jesus at every turn. Uh, Super Bowls, such like that, the little uh, hidden things just to slowly tear away at uh, religion. And uh, I wasn't brought up with any kind of religion, no church or nothing like this. I'm the youngest of eight kids. And I'm sitting there one day with uh, my brother, uh, who I've played music with. So we're, we got a, a pretty tight lingo, I guess. And uh, I, I say to him one day, I'm like, hey, uh, I think I found God. And, and uh, he rubbernecked over at me and, and kind of scoffed. And I was like, relax, man. I'm not inviting you to Bible study or nothing. Uh, I was like, I didn't even find him in the Bible. I found him in the Constitution. And if we go around saying 
that God isn't real or uh, it's not worth believing in, then what are we saying about our rights, you know? And uh, then I slowly started to, to look more into it and then, you know, eventually tripped across your your show and, and it shed quite a bit of light on, on that. But that little opening monologue with, with Trump talking about that, uh, and this is long before Trump was ever, uh, you know, running for any kind right. of election or anything like this. And, and uh, so it's not uh, Trump's fault. <laughs> uh, Amazing. And the all the chaos and riots that aren't happening under Biden, I mean, you'd think if, if uh, white Trump supporters, if you will, were uh, such going to create such havoc. They'd be doing it right now. I mean, it's what. Well, they don't believe they don't believe that. Absolutely not. But they say it because they know that white people are not going to say no to it. And right now, they they are using white people to receive perceived power and wealth, and so it's just, it's a money making thing right now to attack the whites. Right, they don't and, really believe that. And their mouths were shut when uh, it was the other way around when Trump was in leadership and all that right. havoc was going on. Yeah, mum, mum was the word, and so on the record. Uh, I'm white and I'm saying no. <laughs> That's right. You so right. Take that to the bank. <laughs> That's right. Amazing. Uh, Thank all you, right. Pete. We'll be blessed. Thank you. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Amazing. Hold on a minute. I got to type another note here. Let me go to Corey. A first-time caller out of Tennessee. Corey, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, what's going on, Jesse? All is well, Corey. It's awesome to talk to you, man. I just want to thank you for the show. Thank you for everything you do. Shoot, I'm nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> Relax. Take a breath. Catch Are you breath. a star, ain't you? I'm sorry? You're a star, man. You got me all starstruck. <laughs> no, I'm just Jesse. All right. So, uh, hey, first off, have you ever heard of, I mean, I know you have heard of Thomas Sowell. Absolutely. Yeah. Thomas Maybe, Sowell. Yeah. All yeah. right. So uh, what I was going to ask you is, uh, and like I was telling you, I don't know if that's producer, got to answer the call, but the fact that uh, yeah. if you believe people are going to create their God in their own image, uh, as opposed to the Bible says God created people in their own image. Do I believe that people create God in their own image? Like, like, like you know how everybody wants to be comfortable in their beliefs because right. they want to live their life the way they want to. Yeah. Every... So they, they make their God out. They make their God out to be okay with all the choices that they make in their life, and they try to create their God around those choices. Every human being, every human being that has angry anger is creating a false god in their image. Every human being, they can't help it because they're living in darkness and cannot see. So absolutely, man. Okay. Yeah. Every human. And so, 
And you, and, and I know I heard on your show a bunch of times you say that, that thoughts are evil, right? All thoughts, except for practical thoughts of what you're going to eat, uh, you, you want to have shelter over you, but all thoughts are evil. How you going to know which one of them evil, which one of them ain't evil? <laughs> because sometimes don't we need evil thoughts to help us get through life? No, evil thoughts prevent you from getting through life. Evil thoughts keep you in hell. They will not let you get through life. Uh, but when you start seeing that all thoughts are lies, the so-called good ones and bad ones, then you will start living life. How much, how much of the Bible do you actually think is like historically accurate? Um, I don't know how much, but some of it is for sure. Most of it is, well, a lot of it is not. Do you think that Jesus Christ died for our sins? No. I you, don't kn- think, you don't think that happened? No, I know that it happened. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. <laughs> so, but, but people ain't supposed to look to Jesus as, as God. There's no thing as a, such thing as a holy trinity. I know you say all this stuff, right? Right, Jesus... It's the son of the father. And the father sent his son in order to buy us back so that the father can own us again. Um, I grew up Christian. My dad, you know, he's a, he's a holy roller. I mean, he goes to church every Sunday, you know, gives his money and everything. And I'm always on him about um, about spending that money at church. What do you think about that? Well, let him, you, you can advise him, but let him do what he got to do. Maybe that's what it takes for him to wake up. Have you forgiven him? I knew you were about to say that. But I knew, as soon as I brought my daddy up, because this is what you <laughs> always jump to. But, yeah, I, I forgave him, man. I forgave him. My hardest, part of, my hardest, hardest thing, the person to forgive is myself, because, you know, I lost a lot of my life to addiction, and I finally was able to see my way out of it, and, but you know, and I'm just now getting my getting myself together. It's been about five years now. How but, old uh, are you? I'm 44. Oh, okay. Um, so, have you forgiven your father? I've forgiven him, Jesse. You I've told- forgiven him and my mama. You told them. I I've told him. I literally hugged my dad, and and uh, I mean, I may not put it in your words. I I forgive you for letting my mama basically try to turn me into a, a beta, but <laughs> beta. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you funny, man. <laughs> hey, I love you, Jesse, man. Thank you. You're awesome, bro. Wouldn't it, <laughs> hey, I love how you handled that dude in the bullpen, too, man, dude. <laughs> Amazing. You know what I'm talking about? No. The bull, they say he's a he's a black, I think he may be a liberal, but he wears glasses and then kind of light-skinned, but... Amazing. He, well, al- I- he always he was angry as hell uh, when you was talking to him, man. He got kind of angry, and then he just hung up on you, I think. Oh, okay. Amazing. That's his, that's the name of his show, The Bullpen. Oh, I got you. Let me yeah. ask, what did your mother say when you went and forgave her? I didn't get a chance to forgive her like that, Jesse. You know, she died back in 06, oh, oh, but okay. I definitely have forgiven her in my heart. Yeah, she, she died a, a, a part of addiction, you know, that, just like most of my family. All of, them, all of them passed away because of addiction, but... Um, Are you black? I made it out of that. Are you I'm black? Sorry. What? I'm white. I'm white. But, uh, you sound yeah. black. I, I'm from. I'm from. Man, I'm just a a, a product of my environment, a victim <laughs> of society. You know. <laughs> so let me ask this: 
you said that you have a problem forgiving yourself? Yeah, just because I lost so much time, Jesse. I feel like, you know, I spent so much time uh, basically giving myself water brain or something, the drug version of water brain, because, you know, people drink drink alcohol too much. They get, like, uh, uh, this, this, this brain where they can't think no more. Most, it, it screws your brain up, man, and it kills my brain cells, the drugs. A lot of the drug cells kill, kill my brain cells, and I feel like that uh, I could have uh, definitely been a lot better um, – person a lot better think i know i went through all that stuff for a reason but at the same time you know i just i wish i still had those brains <laughs> so tell me describe the self that you can't forgive just just the time that i lost and i felt like most no of my but life who was- who is the self that you can't forgive the, who is the self that i can't forgive right describe that person what does that person look like? I guess, I guess he looked like me. <laughs> what the, the the person that you cannot forgive describe that person? I guess uh, somebody that that's, that's narcissistic and, and think think they know everything and um and and, and gonna push push all their ideas on everybody else. And, just um, can't do no wrong, and I mean, just when I was young, I thought I knew everything, man. Like I was very narcissistic, and I thought I was bulletproof too. I, hell, I've been shot multiple times, and and I didn't die. I probably OD thirty times and didn't die. So, are you uh, sure you're black? I mean, white? Nah, I, I'm <laughs> white, man. It's just where I grew up at. You know, we we had to do what we had to do we had to get there so so that, so you're describing the, the you you said that you're narcissistic right yeah yeah i see, I, see I still feel those narcissistic tendencies too and i hate it and i tell my girlfriend all the time like you know i i, I feel like people are victims of my actions so you know you I mean? and you're, I know. <laughs> you're describing yourself as narcissistic and what else you think you know it all yeah and what so else very, very, and what else? Just, just, very, just very selfish and uh, selfish. also bullet. And when I was younger, yeah, I definitely felt bulletproof, man. Why do you call those things you? I don't know, man. I don't know why. Just, just because society has structured me to be this way, Jesse. Shit. I, <laughs> excuse my language. <laughs> um, those I'm a things. Of my society, Jesse. You know, I didn't know no better. I just started learning all this stuff once I got clean. There's another reason why I can't forgive myself because all my life I was never. You know why you wasn't... can't forgive yourself? Why? There is no self to forgive. Everything you just named, you told me what you did and what you do. You yet haven't told me who you are. I can just tell you who I was. I, no, you told me what you did. You never told me who you are. You were not. You're a narcissist. That's what you do. You uh, you think you know it all. That's what you do. You think this and think that, but you never told me who you are. You told me what you do. Yeah, no, I get it. I don't know how to explain who I am. Then you give me some examples. You're none of those things. Those are what you did. As a result of not knowing who you are, you're okay. none of those things at all. Well, then, 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 what I just can't forgive myself for then is the action. 
There's, and not not knowing who I was then, Jesse. I can't forgive myself for not knowing who I was then. There's no one to forgive. That's why you can't forgive yourself. There's no one there to forgive. This idea that there is a self is a lie. It's an illusion. And that's why you can't forgive because there's no one to forgive. There's somebody standing here in this physical body. They, and whether it's consciousness, <laughs> they, there's something. I'm looking at myself in the mirror talking to you on the phone right now. There's somebody here. You're looking it, at a body, so- but it's not you. You're not your body. I know I'm my conscious mind. I know that, man. I follow all this stuff. <laughs> I'm on this stuff. Don't get me started on Billy Carson and Tesla and all this Let stuff. Let me tell you this. I, I, Let me tell you this. Um, um, did you want to do those things that you did? I, I guess I, at the time I did, but like I said, it was a so, social thing, man, you know, and people around me, do you, pressure and all and whatnot. I was too young. My brain wasn't all the way developed, so right. um, I didn't know no better. Do you want to do the things you do now that you know better? Do you want to do, do you want to be narcissistic? No, I'm definitely, that's why I even called into the show and I talk about this stuff because I don't want to be that way. And so, so why are you being that way if you don't want to be it? Because, it, because you know, it's one one of those things for me, and it's like this irking in, in my backbone that creeps up, and it and it, it's like this this pain that I can't let go of, and it's anxiety. But I, when I do let go of it, it feels so good. But at the same time, it's there as a comfort. It it makes me get out of the bed in the morning to go to go to work. Because if I was just comfortable all the time, I wouldn't want to move. I, you know? So is it possible that something else is making you do it, and it's not you? It, it definitely could be a demon, Jesse. I know. Not I know could, it could be. be it is. I don't. But but at the same time, like then, what am I supposed to do? Just lay there and be be grateful all the time and not not go to work? No, get up and go to work, but stop identifying with the thoughts and feelings that you get, the narcissistic thoughts and this and that. Stop calling them you, so God can take them away from you. Those are evil spirits in your mind and body. But it's not you at all, and all your life you've been thinking that they were you, and that's why they have made a home in you, because you keep calling them you. They're not you. And they make yeah, yeah. you they make you do the things you don't want to do. They make you feel the way you don't want to feel, and you still call them you. And then they make you feel guilty, and, and you still think that is you. You, the real you, Corey, in all honesty, the real you have never done wrong in your whole life. You're neither guilty nor innocent. You're neither a saint or a sinner. You're so not who's a, gonna be ju- who's gonna be judged then, Jesse? Nobody. I'm not gonna be judged for my actions. Be- no, because you have never done wrong. It's the thing that's in you that making you do wrong, and it also makes you think that you're doing wrong. But God knows that it's not you. He knows that it's this thing that's driving you that you call you, and 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 so God knows that the real Corey is not doing these things, and so He's not judging you because the real you is not doing wrong, has not, cannot, will not do wrong. But it's just not you that's joined it through you, and you think that is you. So God is not reason, God is not going to judge you because you're not guilty. 
I think that the reason I, I think it's me and because like maybe the social construct of going to church and uh, yep. getting taught all that biblical, uh, going to go to hell stuff. Yeah. Uh, really mess with my head. The fact that the God of my understanding don't make mistakes, man. That's right. You know I mean? The churches lied to you when they told you that you were a sinner and that you were to blame for all this. They lied to you. Only That's thing, why I love you, Jesse. The only thing you have to do is forgive your parents because they they recreated you in their image by making you angry. Once you forgive them, your heart will be set free, salvations of the heart. And then you will see all these this thing that's been driving you, these evil spirits in your body and mind, and God would take them away. But you're not guilty of anything, Corey. There's nothing to forgive. That's awesome. But um, I think about this type of stuff all the time. You have no idea. There's so many things I want to talk to you about. I just can't, I can't because I'm so sorry. I only know what to you know, I'm trying to bring it all back to my head so I can ask you these questions, but, man. Well, you can call me awesome. again, of course. I want you to do this, encourage you to do the silent prayer, rebuildingtheman.com slash prayer, so that God can bring you out of your imagination. You are not your thoughts. You are not your feelings. You are not guilty of anything. It was this thing that made a home in you all of your life that made you do the things you've done. There is no quarry to forgive and God is not judging you. Yes, I'm doing exactly what God made me to do, ain't I? Well, you will when you stop believing the thought. Yeah, yeah. Corey, do the I prayer. Call me again. Let me know any questions, all right? Now, I'm going totally to write a list of them. Thank you so much, Jesse. Keep doing what you're you doing, man. All right, buddy. Because Back in a moment. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women, too, when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love, folks. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's his nature. A whole lot of mess going on in the world. This is the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, guys. It is Friday, March 1st, 2024 AD. It's the first of the month the rent's due or the mortgage or whatever. You have extra days, I guess, for the mortgage. Uh, stay tuned for hour three. JLP will be right back. Two, hour two, JLP will be right back. But first, hake news, not fake news. By the way, there is one line open. You can call in right now during hake news. Invasion propaganda yesterday uh, in parallel 2024 presidential campaign stops. Crooked Joe Biden and our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, visited two different border cities on the U.S.-Mexico border for Biden, who stopped in Brownsville along the uh, Rio Grande 
immigration has become a campaign hot sore spot because he's been such a loser. There have been, and he's made uh, America lose. There have been a record number of border crossings on his watch, and Americans are taking note. And uh, one poll shows that immigration is a top concern for Americans for the first time in five years. Crooked Joe Biden is, of course, blaming Republicans uh, for torpedoing a bipartisan, meaning evil, fake immigration reform bill after Trump called on his party to reject that bad deal unless they get everything. Nice. A few hundred miles upstream of the Rio Grande, Trump visited Eagle Pass, where nearly 251,000 so-called migrants illegally crossed between October and January. He's making immigration the crux of his campaign again because it's a mess. It's a crisis. It's a uh, national emergency. Vowing to carry out the largest deportation operation in the U.S. history, Experts, meaning propagandists, warn that tactics he's outlined to accomplish this operation may or may not be legal. Meanwhile, a crooked federal judge blocked a Texas law that would allow state authorities to deport and arrest people suspected of illegally crossing the uh, United States. Crazy, huh? Evil judges. CNN is pushing hard the propaganda. They can't even pretend to be... um, to be uh, objective, Tr- they say Trump tore into uh, Biden's handling of the illegal immigration and leaned into his scare tactics over the border, falsely claiming that the U.S. is being overrun by a new form of crime that he called Biden migrant crime. On the other hand, Biden re- made remarks urging lawmakers reconsider that bipartisan evil bill. Evil Joe called out Trump's meddling, meddling but also called on the great, our greatest president to work with him on migration. What a snake. What a mess. Uh, Israel-Palestine war drama. Commie Nonsense Network and the ladies at the Skim report on a deadly incident in Gaza jeopardizing ceasefire talks between Israel and Hamas. Uh, there are conflicting reports, starkly conflicting. Gaza so-called health authorities say Israeli forces shot and killed at least 100 Palestinians yesterday. Uh, who were trying to get aid. Israeli officials say dozens of people were trampled to death and run over by aid trucks and say that Israel fired warning shots to try to break up the crowd. Eyewitnesses say Israel opened fire at civilians, causing uh, panic, trucks to leave in panic. According to Gaza's health ministry, over 30,000 Palestinians have been killed since the war uh, broke out following Hamas's deadly attack October 7th. In the past few weeks, getting aid to Gaza has been increasingly difficult and uh, amid ongoing ground offensive breakdown of public order and what the evil U.N. has said is a refusal from Israel's military to allow deliveries. It comes as the evil U.N. said Gaza's population is close to famine and there are reports of people eating animal feed and grass to survive. Don't know if those are true or not. The latest incident seems to have bigger consequences. Earlier this week, Crooked Joe that's Biden, said that he was hopeful Israel and Hamas would agree to a ceasefire. Uh, That includes release of hostages by like Friday, today, or Monday. Now he says yesterday's deadly incident will uh, complicate the delicate negotiations. What a mess. I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Hour 2.